welcome to the Selling Digital Podcast. This is Yatsia, creator of OnlineTemplateShop.com, and this is episode number 15, Prep Work for Your Online Biz, What to Do at Zero and 100K. I've been meaning to record an episode like this, but it can get complicated sometimes because we all live in different countries. And even if you live in the US like I do, we live in different states and things can change from one to the other. I don't have a business basic course even though, and this may come as a surprise, I do have a master's in business. Yep, I do. I never talk about it because, you know, why? I always talk about my teacher years, but yeah, I have a master's in business. But trust me, they don't teach you these things in business. They don't teach you online business. They don't teach you how to get an EIN. They don't teach you how to register your business. They teach you um, many other different things that at the end of the day, um, they don't have a lot to do with online business in general. So while my background in business um, did prepare me for something like this in certain aspects, it didn't prepare me to open a business bank account or a credit card in the name of my business. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Things that I did when I was making zero dollars, things that I did somewhere in the middle um, on my way to six figures and things I did after I hit six figures. Things like bank accounts, credit cards, payroll, S-Corp, LLCs, things like that that can get so complicated. So I want to tell you what I did in the order that I did it and how those steps have supported me as a business owner and my business to grow. But of course, I have to say, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a CPA. I'm just a random person in Central Florida recording a podcast. So take this as my as what I have done and decide what you can do based on your location in in the world and also the business stage you are at based on income and what does that have to do um tax purposes for your location like where 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 you live because some of this information might not be completely accurate depending on where you live so a little bit of background so you understand where i'm coming from 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 um, about this information, I live in the United States, in the state of Florida. I've been selling things online for the past 20 years of my life. I've had multiple businesses. Um, some of them I registered, some of them I didn't. But the information that I'm going to give you today is based on my most recent online business, which is onlinetemplateshop.com, which I've been running for the past three years or a little over three years. And I don't just have this business. I have multiple Etsy shops. I have a teacher store as, as well. And they're all digital products, online based. I don't sell any physical products right now. I will towards the end of this year. I'm releasing some physical products, but as, as of right now, this is what my business looks like. 
I am on year three of this particular business and the business makes multiple six figures per year. So I'll guide you through what I did every year in business from year one, which was 2020 to year three, which is 2023. Actually, we will start at 2019, the, the end of 2019, all the way to it's, it's now February 2023. And before we continue, thank you to Elizabeth. She was the one to email me and ask me this questions and kind of gave me that push that I needed to actually get myself in order, write down some points and record an episode like this. And I think episodes like this are important because we like to talk about the fun stuff, the creation, Canva, PowerPoint, designing this, designing that, buying all the clip art. But when it comes to let's sit down and talk about basic, important money, legal things, we don't like to talk about that. At least I don't because it's not that fun. But it is important because we need to have our numbers in order, our documents in order, so it doesn't become a mess um, two years down the road. Starting a business can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. We'll discuss some simple steps to get your business up and running without getting lost in the complicated details. So I'm going to share exactly what I did in the order that I did. Number one, the very first thing that I did was get my EIN from the IRS website. It sounds complicated, it isn't. You go to the IRS website, it takes five minutes, you put your information, literally five minutes. It's free to do. If someone is telling you that they're gonna charge you to do this for you, listen, it takes five minutes. And if you know your name and your address and you have an email address, that's literally all you need. So go get that number. It's like a social security number, but for your business. So when you're applying for credit cards or business loans or things like that, you're not entering your personal social security number. You're entering the EIN to identify your business as the um, entity that is applying for that business loan or credit card or bank account. So do that first before you do anything else. And by the way, you don't need these things before you start thinking about business and you know designing your your first few products you need these things before you're actually in business i mean accepting money from customers so go ahead and do that if you're still in the planning stages and you're still in canva trying to figure things out don't worry about these things yet do the fun things first (laughs) do um create some products and then go to the irs website and do the next few steps that i'm going to tell you so step number one get your ein Step number two that I did, and I know a lot of people get hung up on this, I register an LLC. Now, depending on where you live, you might have to do this before you are actually in business, or you might not. I know a lot of people who have been doing this for years and they don't have an an, an, um, LLC. I did it. I live in Florida. Florida does not require to have an LLC or to, you know, to register an LLC before you are in business. I did it because to me, it signified a very 
official point in my business. So I wanted to do it and it's relatively um, relatively inexpensive to do in Florida. I think I paid like $170 the first year, which would have been, it was February, 2020. Yeah. February, 2020 is when I first registered on an LLC. I did it online. It took me 20 minutes. Um, I literally Googled how to register an LLC in Florida. The The website popped up and that was that. 20 minutes later, I had registered everything. I had paid it and it was very, very simple. They ask you very, very simple information about yourself. That's it. I think the registration itself was like 160, but then I paid like 10 bucks to have all of it um, mailed to me because they will give it to you online. They'll give you a bunch of PDFs that you need to save and things like that. And then I um, elected to have it printed out and sent to me by, you know, regular mail. So that's why it was around $170. Depending on where you live, I hear that California is very expensive. It's like $900 every year that you have to pay. Um, I guess it depends on where you live and what the steps are. But it, it was as simple as Googling it. I didn't necessarily pay anyone to do it for me. I know there's a bunch of different online websites that will charge you like $300 to do that, to do that for you. Listen, if you know your name, if you know your address, your phone number, you have an email address and a social security number, that's it. That is all you need. And it, it was super easy to do. So... If you know all that information about yourself, you can do it yourself. You don't have to pay someone $300 to do it for you. Unless you're really confused, of course, and you need someone to um, hold your hand through it, then sure, it, it is, it's worth it to pay someone to do it for you. And after that, the very next day, I walked into my bank and I told them, hey, I want to open a uh, business account. And they were very, very helpful. I went in person. Just because I was nervous and I didn't want to do it by myself, I did try to do it online and it got, I don't know, it got confusing. So I just closed everything and the next day I just stopped by in the afternoon and it took maybe about an hour. Um, They helped me figure out a lot of things. The agent there was very, very helpful and very kind. She <laughs> She knew that it was my first time and I was trying to figure it out and she was very, very kind. It took maybe an hour, probably less. And she did it all for me. She, I walked out of there with um, a business debit card. She even gave me some business checks. It was very exciting. It felt very legit. You know, I have an LLC. I have an EIN. I have a business account. I, I'm, I'm in business. And mind you, this was February 2020. My, or what I count as my official business birthday is January 23rd. And I know I've said this before, January 23rd, 2020 was the first day where I turned on my Facebook ads for this business. So I do count that day as day one, basically. That was the day my business was born. Even though I had been working on creating products for this business since I think it was like September 2019. So I spent four months creating one product, one, one single product for this business. Um, I created the product. Um, I opened um, an email service provider account 
and I made sure that everything was ready, including like a sales page and things like that. So it took me four months to kind of figure out all of those things before I got an EIN, before I registered my LLC, before I had a business account. So that's what I'm trying to tell you in this episode. You don't have to do all these things before you have something that you're proud of and you say, okay, this is my first business, um, my, my first product, the first thing that I want to sell. Do the fun things first and then figure out the rest. Now, step number four that I did was I got QuickBooks and then I never used it. I paid for it for like eight months and never used it. Yay me. Okay. So I got QuickBooks through Etsy because they had a promotion that it was like $25 a month if you got it through Etsy. So that's what I did. And I paid for it for like eight months and I I literally did nothing with it. And then I ended up hiring someone. I think it was like October, 2020, I hired an agency that kind of took over for the next year and a half. They were doing my books. I did my taxes. They did um, a lot of different things for me, which was fun and very, very expensive. I think I was paying like $200 a month. No, 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 no. I was paying $189 a month um, for that. And I paid in advance. That's why I said it it was expensive because I paid in advance. I ended up paying like $5,000 for, let me see, 12, what is 12 plus four? So 16 for 16 months, I was paying, I prepaid. That's how long I was with that particular agency. They did my taxes. They did my monthly, books they did back taxes for 2020 so it was yeah it was a lot of money a little over five thousand dollars but they did two full years of taxes including back taxes because remember when i told you that i signed up for quickbooks i never used it yeah they had to go back and do all of my taxes for 2020 plus 2021 (laughs) so yeah that was a a a big big mess so if you don't want a big big mess mess, sign up for QuickBooks, or I I say QuickBooks because that's what I use, but you could use any other service that is similar to QuickBooks. So do that and actually follow up with it yourself. Because even though if you end up hiring someone, which is what I did also back in December, so two months ago, I actually hired a new bookkeeper to kind of take over for me with QuickBooks. And I love it because this time I only had to pay, what was it, $1,500 to get my 2022 taxes done. Like someone to just get on QuickBooks, make sure everything is looking good, make sure that I'm ready to file my taxes and they're actually working on it now. And it was a lot cheaper because I actually followed through (laughs) this time after, you know, just creating a whole big mess for myself. So... Even if you're doing it very DIY, even if you're only selling like $100 worth of um, products a month, do keep up with it because it adds up. If you let a whole year go by and then it's like December and you've done nothing with your books, it gets very, very complicated, especially, and this is the the last thing I'm going to say about the, the bookkeeping part is, especially if you have payments that are coming from different places. Meaning you have like three 
um, Etsy shops and maybe you have a Shopify and maybe you have a KDP account and you have all of these different payments coming in, which is what I do. I have one from Teachers by Teachers. I have another one coming from Shopify. I have like four different Etsy shops and let me see what else. And I have Thrive Cart, so I have Stripe and PayPal. I have payments coming from different places. Oh, Boom, Boom Learning, also where I list some of my teacher things. I have multiple <laughs> um, sources of income that come in every single month, and it gets messy. So don't be like me. Get some type of... QuickBooks type software and keep up with it. <laughs> then step number five that I did was to get a business credit card. And I did that last year. I think it was over the summer last year. Um, So it's been almost a year of having a business credit card. And I'm so happy that I did because I'm able to pay almost everything. I would say like, 95% of everything that I pay for in my business go um, goes through that credit card. And I got a really good one through my bank that has a lot of rewards and points and things like that. So I'm able to use those points for other things. The only thing that doesn't go through my credit card would be my payrolls. That That is ca um, cold hard cash for payroll. But everything else goes through that credit card and I am very happy with it. This is something that you don't absolutely need, but if you can get it and you're good with, you know, managing your money, just do it. You know, it, it's very um, useful. Step number six with, you know, step number six should have been like step three, probably. And that was decide on payment methods. So I decided that I was only going to use PayPal and Stripe to get things very streamlined. I know there's other payment processors, but I am only using those two to keep things easy for myself and my bookkeeper <laughs> because it can get very, very complicated. So even though money is coming from different places, um, most of the money that I received gets sent to my PayPal and I use Thrivecart as my card option and then I connect PayPal and Stripe to Thrivecart. So the actual payment processor would be those two and I only use those two. Now, step number seven, I was, um, I filed to become an S-Corp um, with the IRS for my tax filing status. Now, this particular step might apply to you, might not apply to you, and I'm, I'm going to tell you a few things. I listened to a million podcasts before I even do this because I did not understand what the differences are. I know a lot of people get confused what is an LLC versus an S-Corp. And let me just tell you the way I understand it is that an LLC is your business entity. That is what your business is. It's an LLC. Now, an S-Corp is how you choose for the IRS to look at your business. It's a business tax classification. It just means the IRS is taxing you as an S-Corp. That, that's all it is. 
your business is still an, an LLC, but the IRS will look at you and will tax you as an S-corp and it can save you money in taxes. But this is something that I learned is that only look to become an S-corp once you have reached the six-figure mark. If you are not in that six-figure range, becoming an S-corp is not a good thing because there's a lot of things that come with um, becoming an S-corp in front of, of the IRS eyes. Basically, I became an S-corp to save money. Um, it saved me money in taxes. I would say around seven to $10,000 um, a year in taxes. One significant tax advantage of being an S-Corp is that the business owner can split their income into two categories, salary and distribution. The owner pays payroll taxes on their salary income, but they don't have to pay payroll taxes on the distribution portion. This can resolve in significant tax savings since payroll taxes are typically higher than the income taxes. However, it's important to know that becoming an S-Corp also comes with some additional costs and administrative responsibilities. This is when I told you that um, it's best to wait until you are at the six-figure mark to see maximum tax savings and also it, um, to offset some of those extra admin responsibilities and costs. For example, S-Corp must file an annual tax return to maintain certain records and documentation. So you're not only um, doing your personal tax return, now your business has to do a tax return, which costs about $1,000. Or at least that's what I've been finding lately. In some cases, the tax savings may not be worth the additional hassle and expenses. And that's why I'm telling you, wait till you are at that six-figure mark. But talk to your CPA. They know better. <laughs> it's always a good idea to consult a tax professional or accountant to determine whether electing to become an S-Corp um, is the right choice for your business, which is what I did. And right around the time where I applied to become, for my business to be seen as an S-Corp, I started putting myself on payroll. What my CPA said is, you don't have to wait until your documents come to you and you get approved and all of that. Start doing it now. So that's what I did. Um, starting last year, I actually put myself on payroll and I'm using Gusto to process all of the payroll paperwork and tax filings and things like that. I pay Gusto. I think I pay $45 a month and they do everything for me. <laughs> I don't have to do anything other than go in their software every month and click approve. So I have to, I do have to go there. Um, I think it's on the 23rd of every month because I pay myself once a month on the 26th of every month, I get my paycheck from my business. So on the 23rd, I go in and I click the approval button. It's like two clicks that I have to do and that's it. Gusto takes care of, of everything. I tell them, this is how much I want to get paid. 
and they figure it all out. They pay all of the payroll taxes. They submit everything. They take it out of my paycheck and they submit everything that they need to submit to all the government entities and everything. I don't do anything. So I pay them very, very happily $45 a month for them to take care of all my payroll needs. There are other companies, and this is the only company that I've ever used is Gusto. So do your research. I know there's multiple other companies. This is the, the one that kind of came to mind, and they were so helpful. My God, their customer service was so amazing when I was trying to set up things. They got on the phone with me and walked me click by click on everything that I needed to do. Yeah, it, it was that. And there were certain things that I, as a business owner, had to do with the state of Florida, before even setting everything up. And that was a little bit complicated. And I called them, I called Gusto and was like, here, I'm in the Florida website. I don't understand what they're asking me. And they were so helpful. They told me what everything meant. They told me what to put on every single um, part of different applications. It, it was so easy. They made it so easy for me. So I've been with them for over a year now and I am very, very happy. And it was super easy because since they were doing that, all I had to do was tell my bookkeeper, hey, just go into my account and get all the paperwork that you need. And that that's what they did because everything is already there. They do reports. They do all tax filings. It was really, really easy. And at the end of the year, I got my W-2. So I think that was like three weeks ago. They sent me my W-2 and I just filed my personal taxes. And that was that. They made it super, super easy. And that's that. Those are the eight most important steps that I did to actually set up my business money-wise and legal-wise um, from zero dollars, from making zero dollars to making um, six figures. Let's recap a little bit. Step, um, step one was to get the EIN from the IRS. Step two was register an LLC. Step three was open a business account. Step four was get QuickBooks. All of those first steps I did at zero, basically, or not at zero. I was making by the by month two, I was making like $3,000. So those four steps was at the very, very beginning stages of my business. Then towards the middle uh, on year two, I got a business credit card, which, which was step five and step six, which was decide on payment methods, which th that one would have been at, at the beginning anyway. But in the middle, I got a business credit card and I also filed to become an S-Corp and put myself on payroll. And that's what I did, you know, from zero to 100K, so many things can happen, but these steps are very basic and these are things that you will go through in your business. I hope this makes it a little bit more clear for you. It, it removes all of the scary parts and I hope this serves as a checklist of, you know, one, two, three, this is what, what you should do. Because I know there's so much information out there and I could tell you and give you the links to the information out there, but I wanted to give you a perspective of this is what I did and it worked for me. <laughs> and in general, if you live in the U.S., 
these are steps that you should be taking anyway. Let me know if you have any questions. You can send me an email, hit me in the Facebook group and tag me with any questions. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.